This is my reply on a post asking if any news show covered what's happening in Tennessee. And I am beyond thrilled to say that last night Joy Reid covered it. Not only did she cover it, but she had Rep Justin Jones and Rep Gloria Johnson on for her interview for it. And some of the things they say, I did not know. And you probably didn't either. We have a lot of work to do in Tennessee. And before I share my cable with you, at 9 a.m. on Thursday, they will be voting to expel the two members I just named and Rep Justin Pearson. With the amount of people that voted to put it on the docket for Thursday, that will pass no problem. So if you're in Tennessee, call your representative and let them know you will not stand for this. Here is who to call. This is from Olivia Juliana's Twitter. She did awesome work on this. Now here's the segment. There's one thing about January 6th. It is the distortive effect that it had on how we understand protest. The First Amendment gives us the right to protest. And even when it's loud and angry, protest is not just allowed. It is a fundamental component of our democracy. America's anti-war protests, the 2018 Women's March, the Black Lives Matter and civil rights movements, all are almost universally viewed as righteous uses of the First Amendment. Had those Stop the Steal Trump supporters just protested outside the Capitol on January 6th, we wouldn't be having an investigation or even a conversation about an insurrection. What you see here, this was a protest. It was an anti-democratic faction seeking to keep Trump in power by forcing their way inside the Capitol, assaulting police, and hunting lawmakers, including the vice president, with the intent, with the intent to intimidate or kill them. That was the insurrection. But because Republicans gone Republican, the party that backed the insurrection is now spinning any protest against their policies as insurrection. They are weaponizing the word to distort the concept of peaceful protest. In Tennessee, students have been rallying for gun reform every day since last week's mass shooting at a Nashville school. On Thursday, hundreds of children, students, and parents gathered at the Tennessee Capitol to demand gun safety laws that could literally keep them alive. Three Democratic lawmakers stood in solidarity with the youth, bringing a House session to a halt during the protests. Today, on the 55th anniversary of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s assassination in Memphis, Tennessee, by gunfire, the people of that very state are demanding life over guns. But in an extraordinary and anti-democratic move, the Republican majority is moving to expel those three House members for supporting the students who are marching for their lives, calling them insurrectionists. Joining me now are two of those Democratic lawmakers, State Representatives Justin Jones of Nashville and Gloria Johnson of Knoxville. Thank you both for being here. I do want to start with you, Representative Jones. The Speaker of the House in Tennessee called the, the protest by these kids at least equivalent, maybe worse than the January 6th insurrection. Outrageous. Your thoughts? I mean, I think that the Speaker of the House, and, and thank you so much for having us, uh, Ms. Reed. Um, I think that the Speaker of the House owes these young people and their families, the mothers and grandparents who joined them, an apology. Um, because his, his words were insulting to a grieving community. I, I represent um, a part of Nashville. This happened, this match shooting happened here in Nashville. And rather than responding in a compassion, he responded by demonizing these young people who simply were saying that we want to live. We don't want kids shot um, in elementary schools, that this is preventable and that um, we should act. And instead of listening to these young people and encouraging them and comforting them, the Speaker um, incited um, hatred against them and tried to betray them as violent, and that is shameful. Uh, those, these marches were, were, were epic. I mean, they remind me of March for Our Lives uh, in Florida. And, and, you know, Representative Johnson, there's a, there's a Republican state representative named William Lambert, who asked protesters, these kids who are out there just trying to survive, uh, you know, getting through high school alive, quote, is there a firearm out there that you're comfortable being shot with? He asked rhetorically. Please show me which one it is. Uh, it is shocking to me that, that that is the kind of rhetoric that's happening in your state, your House of Representatives, and that it is you all that they're trying to expel. Do you expect this vote to actually be taken to expel you? You know, I think I think that it likely will. I mean, they have not demonstrated 
any understanding. They can't read the room. They haven't demonstrated any understanding. They haven't until, I don't know if he even looked kids in the eye when he asked that question of them. But when they walked into the chamber, past all these families that we had, we spoke with, I talked to moms that morning who would drop their kids off and were so worried about were they gonna be able to pick their kids up and would they be safe? And they didn't even look them in the eye. They didn't have a conversation. They didn't listen to them. And, and it's remarkable how they treat people. And we see that every single day. And the way they treated these folks who were afraid for their lives, I'm a, I'm a teacher. I was at a school. We had a school shooting and lost a student. I've seen the trauma and the terror in children's faces. Yeah. I don't know how you cannot listen to these people who are concerned. And, and Representative Jones, it, there's an insight I'm going to show it here. I'm just going to let, let you talk over it. That it even appears that one of your colleagues physically shoved you, had physical contact with you. Can you just explain what happened? Uh, last night on the House floor was a very sad day for Tennessee. Um, our colleagues, um, in, the, in a partisan manner, the first um, completely partisan vote for uh, expulsion, um, voted to begin the process of expelling us. And as I was reporting the gallery, as they cleared the media and the um, people who were gathered in the gallery, they, they, the speaker ordered them cleared. I was reporting, and, and my colleague, Representative Justin Lafferty, um, pushed me and, and took my cell phone um, and acted in a disorderly way. But he is not being uh, threatened with expulsion. Instead, we three lawmakers who simply were saying that we stand with our constituents uh, as they cry out and, and, and plead for us to take action on kids being killed in schools. We're being threatened with, expelled, with being expelled for standing and doing our job as legislators just to listen to the grief of our people and to act on it. And, and, and last thing to Representative Johnson, have there been incidents that I understand have been like lascivious, like frightening incidents of you know, a sexual nature for which there have been no attempts to expel members, right? Well, absolutely. I mean, we've had, we've had members pee in each other's office chairs. We've had member. we have a child molester. We had a child molester on the House floor for years. I brought he was admitted child molester. I brought an expulsion for him. They had him chairing an education committee. He was a teacher and basketball coach that sexually abused three 14-year-olds. And and we tried to expel him. And they said, well, you know, his, his voters knew and they elected him. So we can't overturn what they wanted. Uh, unbelievable. Well, please come back because we want to know what happens with your cases. Tennessee State Representatives Justin Jones and Gloria Johnson, we will be paying attention to what happens with you and these students. Thank you all very much. And that is tonight's readout. Thank you. Short Cast Club.